the time is nine o'clock and you're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM. Hello and welcome to Tantrum, our report on CHMA 106.9 FM and chmafm.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, the heart of the Maritimes, on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm Erica Butler. It's Wednesday, October 18th on today's show. Where, where can you go to school and spend your afternoon uh, trapping muskrats or, or banding ducks? Or That's founding director of the Tanchamara Wetlands Centre, Chris Porter, speaking at an event yesterday celebrating 25 years for the centre as a hands-on learning place attached to the Tanchamara High School. We'll hear more from Porter and others involved in the centre coming up shortly, but first, some news and information briefs. The Anglophone East District Education Council, which includes representation for all Tanchamar Regional Schools, voted last night to let Education Minister Bill Hogan know they would not be making any changes to their policy related to the province's Policy 713. Hogan sent a number of district councils in the province a letter requesting corrective action regarding policies passed to enhance the province's policy. The Anglophone East Dex policy requires staff to consult with transgender or non-binary students of any age to determine their preferred first name and pronoun and then use those consistently. That overlaps the province's policy, which Hogan changed over the summer to require teachers to get parental consent before using a name requested by a student who who is under 16 years of age. Here's Council Member Ian Hebblethwaite at the District Council meeting last night. First, I want to acknowledge that the minister has sent us a letter. Uh, I forget the term he uses. I don't think it's relevant. Um, And acknowledge that we have no intention of making any changes to our existing uh, policy around uh, the provincial 713. And I'd like to move that uh, we ask staff to create a response to the minister's letter uh, on our behalf saying just such that we will not be changing. The council approved Hebblethwaite's motion unanimously. The council had recently consulted with a lawyer, according to reporter Barbara Simpson of Brunswick News. A new session of the New Brunswick Legislature kicked off on Tuesday with a throne speech that avoided further direction on controversial policies like Hogan's Education Policy 713. There appeared to be a detente between Premier Higgs and some of the so-called six rebel MLAs in the PC caucus. Moncton MLA Daniel Alain, who before he was demoted from minister, led the controversial amalgamation of Tanchamar and other communities in the province, told reporters that there was a good discussion during the PC's caucus meeting. The throne speech will be voted on on October 27th. If it's defeated, that would trigger a provincial election immediately. Otherwise, the next provincial election is slated for October 2024. Now on to today's feature story. After 25 years, the wetland behind Tanchamar Regional High School just sort of seems to fit the landscape. But in the 1990s, the freshwater marsh was a hayfield, sitting out of use between the high school and the Trans-Canada Trail. The story of how the hayfield became a wetland and the 25 years since when it served as an outdoor classroom for Tanchamar High and thousands of visiting students was celebrated yesterday at the the Tanchamar Wetland Center's 25th anniversary event. CHMA was there and brings you voices from the long history of the Wetland Center, starting with Nancy McKinnon, who from 2006 to 2020 served as director of the center. 
purpose of the Tantramar Wetlands Centre is to teach the importance of wetlands and wetland conservation. And we have a model where the high school students are the teachers. And so when we have visitors that come, they use the knowledge that they have learned here and help to present that to the visitors who, who arrive. Yeah. And, you know, what kind of impact did you see it have on, on some of the students who went through here, some of the high school students? Oh, my gosh. Uh, some students decided to go the environmental route for university days. Other students who might have found it hard to sit in a regular classroom, they would come down here for a period of the day, and that was enough to make them engage with the rest of the day, shall I say. Uh, I'm Jasmine Cabral. I'm Mally Paxton. We help run a lot of the field trips with the younger kids. I didn't really know much about it before I joined in grade nine. Um, but this is my second year in the Wetland Center, and I think I've learned a lot. Yeah. Uh, my name's Chris Porter. Uh, I'm here today to celebrate 25 years of Wetland Center, a project that's near and dear to my heart. Uh, yeah. Tell me about your history with the Wetland Center. Well, uh, I guess you'd say I was uh, one of the lucky few that got in on the ground floor. Um, there's a number of people who were involved in... in uh, I mean, there's so many things that happened. I think we got, uh, got together in like 96. Uh, the construction work began in December of either 97 or 98 uh, on the impoundment. Um, and from there it was, uh, you know, raising money and, and putting this, this together. And well, I was here uh, directing the center from the beginning until uh, 2007. Oh, wow. Um, and so what, tell me a bit about the origin of the idea. Like, wh how did it, you know, where, where did it come from, the idea to have this education center here? Well, I think the idea to create the impoundment to get Ducks Unlimited involved, interested in maybe uh, creating the, uh, uh, the wetland uh, came from Al Smith. Al is a biologist for the Canadian Wildlife Service at the time, a longtime community member involved in a number of things. And uh, Al came to the school and spoke to the, the principal. Uh, I was the environmental science teacher, vice principal at the time. Uh, you know, to pitch the idea and, and I guess kind of uh, start the ball rolling as to how the school might, if they're interested, tap into it. And so... Uh, Kind of got started from there. Ducks Unlimited was keen to to uh, uh, build the impoundment, and uh, we were keen to kind of explore some of the educational opportunities for our students. Um, very quickly, it became a destination for visiting students, and we decided uh, rather than provide a credit for kids in our school who were here, we would uh, make this a truly uh, voluntary uh, activity where they would come down and... Uh, learn something about what's going on, and, and uh, then they would be involved in passing that on. Kids teaching kids, that's, that's, that's kind of what we had in mind. That was the model. Uh, kids teaching kids, making sure that they, they, they know what they're talking about before they start trying to, to uh, uh, teach others. These were all elements. But look around. I mean, look at, look at the, uh, you want to talk about experiential or hands-on learning. I mean, the, where, where can you go to school and spend your afternoon uh, trapping muskrats or, or banding ducks? Or my name's uh, Molly Ivy. Yeah, I'm in grade nine. And so you're you're a wethead. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Do you like that title? No. <laughs> um, yeah, and so you just started this this year? Yeah. Um, it's really fun because you get to come out of class sometimes and, like, just hang out. And, like, in the we did fall training so that when classes come, we know, like, how to treat them and, like, what games to play and stuff. And we got to, like, miss, like, half of the day pretty much at school from doing the fun stuff. There's lots of little things moving around in here. Tell me about what are some of the things. It's a fingernail clam. It's a fingernail clam because it can't get bigger than your fingernail. Um, This is called a Chinese mystery snail. I think that they call it that because they don't know really what's inside of it. This is a red belly leech, and when it's not in the water, you can hold it. I'm too scared to. So it's a red belly leech. Do we know if it has a red belly? It has like an orangish belly, but she's going to pick it up right now and show you. Wait, is that his butt? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, there we go. See? has an orangish spotted belly. Um, there's also some other cool creatures in here, like there's beetles, and for this, it's like sticks and rocks all glued together and there's a little creature inside that's cocooning in there. One of the good things is these little snails, um, if they're in the water, it means that the water is healthy for the animals because if the water has too much acid in it, the shells will just dissolve. So the little snails show that the water is clean or has not a lot of acid in it. Another tiny little leech there, is that... I oh, love gosh. when the leech swims, it like looks like a little, like it wiggles. <laughs> it is quite beautiful, which is not something I think about leeches very often. So you, you, you want it in your hand, but you don't want the water there? Yeah, because if there's too much water, it, it, might, it might suck my blood. Yeah, and but it won't without the water. Yeah. No, because imagine you're trying to eat a sandwich underwater. Do you think you would want to do that? So when it, it likes to eat underwater, but once it goes above, it doesn't like it. It feels like, like a night crawler worm on my hand. And if it gets too dry, then it gets angry. So uh, My name is Melanie Ball. I'm the executive director of the Tantramar Wetlands Center, started this year. Um, I'm also a teacher at Tantramar High School, and I teach everything. But in general, I'm a science science geeky nerd, so biology and environmental science and human physiology and that kind of thing. Okay, all right. So you're new to the Wetland Center, but you're not new to Tantramar Regional High. No, I've been so, here for 16 years. Wow, so you've seen this place in action over that time. Yeah, yeah, I would bring my classes down here whenever I could, and I volunteered over the years too because... Um, I was a field technician, biologist before I was a teacher, and this center was what drew me to wanting to work at this school right from the very beginning. Nev Garrity, who has worked here forever, and I used to work together in the Canadian Wildlife Service, and when I knew he was here too, it was a no-brainer. This is the only place I wanted to work. Okay. Tell me tell me about what makes it special to have a place like this and, and a and also a wetland at your disposal, like when you're, when you're teaching a class. Outdoor education, I think, is one of those areas that most teachers don't get a whole lot of access to, but it provides such wonderful opportunities for students to learn in a way that allows them to move 
touch things and experience the world around them in a way they might not get in a classroom. So having the Wetlands Center allows teachers to come and give their students that opportunity. And having an actual wetlands that you can go out into um, means that we can really give a whole diverse array of different learning experiences right on site. It's an amazing combination. And, and kids, I mean, we know that Tantramar High School students, there's wet heads, and they're all volunteers, right? They're, that's not a for credit program, that's just, that's wow, and so many of them. We get anywhere from 50 to 90 kids in our school whose population is usually somewhere around 400, so a quarter, up to a quarter of our school population, coming down here on their own time to help us run the programs. And I mean, that means sometimes that they miss period one or period two, but they know they have to make that time up and they're more than happy to do it. It's really such an amazing experience. And we've had our students go on to win scholarships um, go to colleges and universities and programs that um, specialize in environmental education. So we kind of are a stepping stone for our students into a world they might not have learned about otherwise. That's Tantramar Wetland Centre Director Melanie Ball at an event yesterday celebrating the Centre's 25th anniversary. That's it for Tantramar Report for this Wednesday, October 18th. Thanks to the local donors who support the station and the Local Journalism Initiative for funding local news reporting throughout Canada. Get in touch with CHMA News anytime at news at chmafm.com. I'm Erica Butler. Thanks for listening. Hi everyone, my name is Ellen Pickle from Tidewater Books and Browserie in beautiful downtown Sackville and you're listening to CHMA 106.9 in Sackville, New Brunswick. And now the weather. Today mainly cloudy, clearing near noon, fog patches dissipating earlier this morning, high of 14, UV index 3 or moderate. Tonight, partly cloudy. Fog patches developing overnight. Low plus 5, except 0 in low-lying areas. Tomorrow, Thursday, a mix of sun and cloud. Fog patches dissipating in the morning. Wind becoming southwest 20 kilometers an hour in the morning. High of 16. UV index 3 or moderate. Tomorrow night, clear. Low of 9. Friday, a mix of sun and cloud. High of 17. Friday night, cloudy, low of 9. And that was your Tantrum Mar Report and Top of the Hour Weather. I'm your late morning host, JC, and you're listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick. The time is 9.15, and what a perfect time to share some local announcements with you lovely Wednesday morning listeners. So... The first one, there's a financial workshop on managing debt and making credit work for you, open to all community members free of charge. This workshop will take place on Wednesday, October 18th, that is today, of course, at 5.30 p.m. in the Aver Dixon Building at Mount Allison in Room 120. The presenter is Winston D'Souza, who is a chartered professional accountant. To register, please email firstgen at mta.ca. That's F-I-R-S-T-G-E-N at M-T-A dot C-A. Uh, 
Also, on Saturday, this Saturday, we have the Open Sky Co-op, which presents an incredible fall afternoon concert at the farm. Stop by Open Sky to enjoy music from new local group Blue Horse with Steve Haley, Galen Olinsky, and Julia Feltham, as well as local legend Harris McSheffrey and then headliners Fiverr and The Atlantics. So the doors open at 1.30 p.m., and the show starts around 2 p.m. This is a free, family-friendly, and accessible event. For more information, please visit facebook.com slash opensky-co-op. All right, last local announcement for you all for now. Uh, we have Dress Up and Sing and Dance the Night Away on October 27th at the Sackville Legion with Time Warp, a Halloween karaoke and dance party starting at 9 p.m. For more information about this event, please visit the Sackville Legion's Facebook page at the Sackville Legion. All right, up next, for your listening pleasure, we have Arturo Mark and Hector Molina with their song, Nuestro Universo. Tu belleza Se mide con el amor Que hay en tu corazón Es tu pureza Se desmorona y yo pensando en las formas de hacerte sonreír No sé si a otras personas les pasa lo mismo que a mí El cielo se desmorona y yo pensando en las formas de verte feliz Y de una vez por todas veas la belleza que hay en ti Es que quiero que sientas de tu universo sientas el placer de disfrutar bien las sutilezas y la pureza que siempre viva en tu cabeza y que tu mundo esté brillando siempre siempre Son es 
That was Green by Nehemi. I'm your late morning host, JC, and you are listening to CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick, broadcasting live from the third floor of the Mount Allison Student Center. Speaking of the Mount Allison Student Center and our station in general, feel free to come and stop by during our hours of operation for a tour or to check out the station, or to see how you can get involved with your local community radio station. It is bound to be an awesome time. All right, how about we do a little weather update before we get back to the music. So today, it says it's currently 5 degrees out. It's a bit chilly. Get your jackets. It's mainly cloudy today. Clearing near noon, um, high of 14 Tonight, it'll be partly cloudy with a low of 5, except for 0. It'll be 0 in low-lying areas. Oh my goodness, the winter is coming. Uh, Tomorrow, there'll be a mix of sun and cloud. Uh, 20-kilometer-hour winds in the morning. High of 16, and at night, a low of 9. On Friday, to round out the work week, it'll be a mix of sun and cloud with a high of 17 and cloudy at night with a low of 9. On the weekend, it looks like there will be rain on Saturday, so it'll be a high of 17 and a low of 12. And on Sunday, there will be a few showers in the morning with a high of 11. And then at night, it will be cloudy with a low of plus 3. Oh my goodness, it certainly is almost winter. All right, up next, we have Anne Cardo with her song, Que te gusta de mi. I know all the lies, but darling, love to make me blind, but now I see, don't let just For someone else Said you fell from my eyes But tell me Stop the pain. Deja de insistir. 
Each Monday morning at 10 a.m. for Making Contact, an award-winning weekly public affairs program celebrating over 25 years of inspiring and informing audiences. This program is committed to in-depth critical analysis that goes beyond news headlines and showcases voices and perspectives rarely heard in the mainstream media. Tune in to Making Contact Mondays at 10 a.m. on CHMA 106.9 FM. Oh, oh, oh. 